Hello and welcome to the Beyond Your Research Degree podcast by the University of Exeter Doctoral College. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Beyond Your Research Degree. I'm your host Kelly Priest, and for this episode I'm delighted to be talking to Dr Joanna Alfaro who is the President and Director of the Peruvian Conservation Organisation Pro Delphinus. So Joanna, are you happy to introduce yourself? Yeah, well my name is Joanna Alfaro and I am Peruvian. I worked in Pro Delfinus and at Universidad Científica del Sur. So in 2008 I joined the programme for PhD uh, my advisor was Brendan Godley and Annette Broderick in Exeter. And I was, um, that's probably my favorite years <laughs> uh, as being back a student in the UK, uh, a dream that I was able to fulfill. And for my, the theme of my PhD was um, ecology and conservation of marine turtles. And that was also great because it, it allowed me to, to um, apply the, the knowledge and the experience that I got working in sea turtles with, in Peru uh, towards my PhD. That's brilliant. Um, thank you. And what are you doing now? So f- when did you graduate? So um, the, the, after the PhD, I was able to, to be back at home and, and keep working in, in what I love, which is marine conservation. So the projects we, we have right now are focused. It was a very interesting transition because we started our careers uh, being species oriented. And by that, I mean that I was, I, I love, dolphins and whales and and sea turtles. So that was my interest. But we learned over time and and my PhD was a a big lesson learned um, that it's not only about the animals that when we we are working with animals, we should also look at the people that is related to the animals. So in my case, these people were fishermen and mostly small-scale fishermen and so the, the the current work we do now is trying to support fishermen to keep fishing but in a more clean way in a sustainable way in a way that they can keep fishing for the for many many years to come but also in a way that we are helping animals and in this case uh, it'll be the ones that we have this passion for the the dolphins, the whales, the sea turtles. So it's a it's a very good combination um, to be able to to be in the middle between um, biodiversity and economic activities as fisheries, and also um, communities and and engaging the the main users, which are fishermen. That's great and really interesting how, like you say, the you've moved from thinking about particular species to to fishermen, um, and and that sort of shift in focus. So, can you tell me a little bit about when you were doing your PhD? Did you know that you wanted to move on to this kind of role? 
Oh, yes. Well, that's a great question. Uh, and it's a question that um, I, I mentioned when, when I have the chance. When we started the PhD, uh, we had no idea that we will end up working with fisheries and with people. And I think that's uh, uh, an idea that a lot of young people start with. I mean, you, you go with, with, with this love for, for the ocean and the creatures, but then it's, it's important to realize that it's, um, it will give, you have to become useful um, <laughs> it's a bad way to say it, but you have to become useful for society and, and it's great if you can, um, because, well, that's a role we all have, but, but, it, and in a way, our careers as, as researchers and biologists are key to, to, to make this transition between, uh, nature and wildlife and maintain the livelihoods of, of people like, like fishermen in my case, for example. So can you tell me a bit more about the conservation organization you work for and, and, and what the kind of, what sort of work that you're doing and how you're drawing on your experience um, as, a, as a researcher and, and particularly during your PhD? Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Um, so my PhD was on, on sea turtles and most of my chapters had to be on sea turtles. And I did my PhD with my husband, which is, which it was a, a great challenge <laughs> at some point. Uh, we were, <laughs> we were sharing the same, um, 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 stress <laughs> and, but we made it through somehow. And the, we are, we can, we evolve from being a species oriented. So my, my focus was marine turtles well, when with Brendan and, and my husband Jeff was working on seabirds and marine mammals. So we shifted a little bit uh, once being back at home in Peru to work, to, to apply what we learn and apply it to improve uh, fisheries and support fishermen to continue to be able to continue fishing. Um, so that has changed slightly or a lot. I don't know. Um, and it, the thing is that it it continues changing, especially now with COVID. Uh, some of our work at Prodelfinus has changed uh, dramatically. We can no longer go to the field. Um, we do most of the stuff by phone call or Zoom or, or WhatsApp. Um, so we, we, are, we, are, we see changes in our work doing the, the latest circumstances of, of health worldwide. Um, and that's the fun part of it. I think the, to be constant changing, I think it, it brings challenges. It's not always the same. Every day, it, there is something new that we are learning, um, but it's, it's we, we are enjoying this ride really. Um, and Prodelfinus, there is, we have perhaps over 20 people on, on the staff and we keep growing, which is very good. Um, and each of them have a, an interest and that's the, that's what it enriches the, the environment we work in because 
somebody else may be interested in the social side of the work we do. Uh, somebody else could be interested in the economics of it. So it's, it's um, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> it sounds amazing and not only kind of really rewarding work, but also incredibly diverse in the different things that you're going to be doing, especially, um, you know, as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic and the impact that that's had on all, you know, the ways everybody's way of working. So you won an award last October, did you not? Peru's highest award for conservation. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Oh man, that was fun. That was, that was unexpected. So they, they sent me an email saying, um, the, 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 the name of the award is Carlos Ponce Premio para la Conservación, which is a very renowned prize in, for Peru, for people working in conservation in Peru. Uh, the organizers is a, is a group of, it's a consortium, it's Conservation International, WCS, uh, Pro Naturaleza, um, these organizations that have worked uh, for a long time in Peru. And when, with, with the email, when I answered, I said, yes, but I, I haven't applied to this award and I had no idea and then the, the lady, well, when I was notified, it was a big surprise. I enjoyed it a lot. The ceremony was by Zoom. Um, and that was, <laughs> that was uh, very different, but it was very moving. Um, uh, uh, for me personally, it was very moving. And for Prodelfinos, um, I think the staff really enjoy it because uh, it's, it's not an award for a person, but it, to, in my opinion, is an award for an organization that has over two decades working. So it, it was it was a, a very nice recognition for our work. Absolutely. Um, could you tell me a bit more about how Prodolfinus um, started? Yes. Uh, well, uh, Prodolfinus, there there is uh, the the father. The mother of Prodolfinos is called CEPEC, which is a, an a private organization, a group of biologists and uh, veterinarians um, living in Pucusana and working in marine mammals back in 1990s. And towards the end of the 90s, they decided to, to be more um, inclusive for, for students and volunteers. And that was the start of Prodolfinus. And for, for the early years, uh, we didn't do much. But in 2003, we started strong. It was a year that we applied for a few grants and we got them all, which was a, a very nice surprise and a great challenge. Uh, we, we started growing slowly. We have been growing organically, I want to say, over the years. Um, right now, I think we probably have 10 projects uh, and two are, are big. One is to focus on um, sustainable fisheries, a small scale. And the other, the other one is for uh, leatherback turtles conservation. And, and I want to take the chance to, to mention that the population of Eastern Leatherback Pacific uh, turtles are 
doing very bad. <laughs> so um, there's a bunch of countries from Mexico to Chile working on improve the conservation of these species uh, to avoid extinction. This is one of the species that is highly impacted in nesting sites and at sea. So this project is all about leatherbacks and um, working with to reduce bycatch in the water. And is it this work with turtles that led you to become involved in prodelphinus or was it the fisheries work? It was, a, my, my work at Prodelphinus started with marine mammals um, and started with uh, dolphins. Because, because in the, when I was a student in the, in the 90s, uh, dolphins were brought to shore. And my, my, if, if you ask me what I thought, uh, my thoughts about a young student, I wanted so badly to work with dolphins. It was my dream. <laughs> so this group uh, that accepted me as a volunteer, SEPEC, they work with, with dolphins. So I went there and started volunteer. And, but I had no idea that all the dolphins were gonna be dead because they brought them from the fisheries interactions to shore. And, and so um, it started with dolphins and then evolved and moved on to turtles because as I was observing dolphins, it was the same issue with turtles. One day we went to a port and there was a leatherback turtle laying on, on its carapace. And that was uh, a pretty shocking image. <laughs> um, luckily, we don't see that anymore these days, but that was uh, the start of my interest on, on sea turtles. Um, and that was, had, had been very rewarding. In fact, the project we have that I just mentioned on, on leatherback turtles is trying to distribute LED lights, which have proved to help reduce the bycatch of sea turtles. And, and with this project, we can hand them to fishermen to have them in their nets to avoid the entanglement of the turtles and reduce the mortality, hopefully. So you're currently the director at Pro Delphinus. Um, did you did you go straight into that position after your you completed your PhD? No, no. <laughs> I started volunteering, and my volunteer was cleaning floors. Um, dusting bones, uh, picking up buckets of uh, guts of dolphins. No, my, 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 well, my volunteer was really pretty rough and I think it was good. I'm very grateful that it was a rough start because that was a test <laughs> and my mind was a test and probably in the mind of my, my bosses at that time. So I started as a volunteer uh, cleaning mostly, helping in everything. Um, and then I became a junior researcher and then from there an assistant researcher. And then now I'm, um, I'm, I'm the director 
of Brother Venus, which is which is very different. But I still clean. So really a case of sort of getting involved with the organization from the ground up. Yes, yes. And that has been good. I am I'm, I'm, I'm happy that it was it started that way because yeah. now I can I can place myself in the shoes of the volunteers. Um, and 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 I I work my way up, which which um, was has been rewarding, still is. So, could you tell me kind of like what your typical day is like? <laughs> I I know the answer is going to be there isn't one. <laughs> yeah, sure. I my typical day is has changed. Now I do a lot of sitting. A lot of computer time, um, but before the, and that's because of COVID and because the office is partially closed. We are starting to go, but not many hours and etc. But my normal day before COVID, <laughs> it was a little bit more fun. <laughs> Most of my days will be meetings with government officers or in some occasions I also go to fishing ports because I don't want to lose the connection of with the field. I, I, if somebody asks me in my job, I want to be able to tell them from experience what I have been observing and respond with the experience. Um, so the contact with the field and fishermen, it's important to me. So I will go, I will combine meetings, uh, office time uh, with some traveling and and some and phone calls, a lot of phone calls too. We write a lot of papers. We, we work on that. That's our most precious um, um, give, give back to society and to academia and to the country. Uh, that's his, that has been the focus. Last year we did over 20 papers. Uh, the year before, I think 18. So we we're we're good. The staff is great about that. They're really into research and publishing. And I mean that sounds like such a varied um, day and a varied kind of type of work in terms of you know advocacy and being in the field, writing papers, and you know still having that really important kind of academic research contribution as well as the wider kind of contribution that you're making to conservation sounds like a fantastic kind of combination i wonder if we can sort of to finish up what advice you have for anyone who's currently doing their phd who wants to pursue a career in the kind of conservation organization that you're working in mm -hmm. Yeah, well, the advice in general will be if you have a topic that is of your interest, that's great. But if you don't, uh, it will come up. It will come up at some point and you will identify something that is really interesting for you. So don't, don't, don't worry if you don't have that passion that, that some people do at early age um, and take opportunities uh, as they come ex uh, experiment and, and try different things within your career and out of your career because sometimes you can combine things um, that are not specifically related to biology or research 
Um, and if you are thinking about working in, in NGOs, uh, it's, it's great. I mean, for, for us, it has been great. I know it's challenging because you have to look for your own funds. But the early years are difficult, and then it becomes smoother as your expertise, as you develop your expertise. And combining that with a PhD had been for us uh, a great step in our careers, in our lives. Um, we still collaborate with, with Brendan. Um, so we, we built a little network in Exeter and that I hope it continues over time. And, 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 and I'm looking forward for what's coming in the future. Thank you so much to Joanna for taking the time out to talk about the really exciting and important work that she's doing. And that's it for this episode. Join us next time when we'll be talking to another researcher about their career beyond their research degree.